Portions of this podcast may not be suitable for children. Listeners, please be advised. Love is not something you feel. It is something you do. David Wilkerson. You're listening to the Think Twice TV podcast. And this was night and day different than anything I had ever experienced. I was humbled and even embarrassed. I really felt God knocking on the door. You know, I was an atheist and I thought that science was the right way and anything else was just silly. It was just, you know, like fairy tale really is what I thought. God had a plan for my life. And I believe when we lose our life is when we find the life that God wants us to have. Hola, shalom, and jambo. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your hardworking host, Dan Henderson. In this episode, we'll hear from Brett, who was saved from a life of addiction. Now, for some people, addiction is a mystery. I mean, to them, they think, well, if it's just a problem, just stop. For others, we know the struggle, myself included. I had a horrible drinking problem. There was just never enough of it. It cost me so much pain and trouble. Thankfully, when I opened up to Jesus and read his words, I really began to change. Today, I've been clean and sober for over 20 years. I really believe this, that God changes people. Also in this episode, we'll learn about the small town preacher who made big waves in the Heavyweights of Faith segment on David Wilkerson. Well, I know you're all busy people out there, so let's get right to it. I kind of see my experience with uh, addiction. You know, there's times people in your life saying, you know, you need to quit or you need to change and then beginning to want that, but wanting it, but not having the ability to, to do it. I was born in North Carolina, grew up on the coast in Ocean Isle Beach. Uh, my family, my parents, hard workers, very loving home, very uh, generous, and had a lot of opportunities just growing up on the coast to be out in the water. Uh, grew up skateboarding, surfing. And growing up on the beach, there was a beach service and I can remember you know, surfing Sunday mornings and I could hear the preacher on the PA. Oftentimes, sadly, uh, growing up on the, the beach, a lot of party life and growing up as a, a young kid and, and, and getting involved early on with uh, drinking and drugs. But really, I think just summarizing the search, searching for um, truth, what's real, I can remember being a young kid and being out in the water surfing and the clouds, just how they hang low in, in the, when it's in the summer and just the majesty of it and, and wondering you know, who, where did this come from and who, who made all this. And so getting introduced to party culture and thinking this is, this is what I want to do. I, I don't want to finish school. I don't want to stay put. I want to travel. I want to uh, see music. And, party with my friends and that kind of spiraled to um, just darkness, madness. I'd been in and out of a couple rehabs, but I um, met a young girl in rehab and we were married pretty soon. And I'm, honestly, I was a horrible husband. She became pregnant and we have, have a son together. I kind of thought, okay, here's, here's when I'm going to change. Here's how I'm going to change. I can remember when he was born. Um, I had drugs at the hospital 
And I remember throwing them in a, a trash can in the parking lot, uh, yet I, I couldn't keep it together. And I began uh, using drugs again, I began drinking. She did what she had to do. She left, I descended and, and couldn't, just couldn't keep it together. Um, so, so moving back in with, with my parents and, and getting some work in the restaurant business and, uh, and that's where you know, I met, met Barges. She came in one night with her friend and uh, saw her, started talking to her and I just kind of abandoned my job, sat down with her and um, we're talking. And so that led to us uh, starting to date and, and hearing about um, her and her life. She was a student in a Christian college. And at that time, just me, me really wrestling with what I had lost and seeing other guys who had families and able to be a dad to their, their children. Um, there's this longing in my life to, um, I wanna have that again. And thinking, would I ever have a family again? Uh, I mean, that's, so yeah, I mean, her being such a, a draw and a hope and, and her being a Christian and uh, her, uh, you know, that, that was like, man, maybe she can, you know, I can just grab onto her and, and we can, um, and I can change. And I can be that guy I want to be. I can be a dad. I could have a family. I could be a husband. And just her, uh, her, her heart, her spirit, her, her beauty, um, so much of that draw, uh, which, is, which was Christ. When Bartis and I first uh, started dating, um, she gave me this book by R.C. Sproul. Now that's a good question. And uh, she wrote in the book, Brett, may you grow in the knowledge and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has used this book a great deal in my life. Sproul is one of my favorite writers. I hope you enjoy it as well as I have. Love, Bartis. And you know, she being a believer in uh, the Lord's light and her that he used to draw me. We become engaged and we're preparing for marriage and she's attending uh, a PCA church in Clemson. Uh, Jimmy Yagan is the pastor there. He's doing our premarital and you know, just sharing Christ with me. And so he marries us, we're married and it's not you know, a couple of days after our honeymoon, she realizes I'm still doing drugs and she's distraught and heartbroken. And she reaches out to Jimmy. She's like, hey, you know, we need to meet. And so we uh, start having counseling with him. Uh, he says, you know, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's what comes out of his heart. Yeah, drugs are, are, are not good. It's, it's not, but, but that's not your problem. Sin is your problem and your need for Christ. And like I can remember being at my dealer's house one day and um, thinking about Jimmy, he was talking about how the Holy Spirit would pray. Like he said, Brett, the Holy Spirit's praying for you. And here I am, I'm, I'm buying drugs, I'm getting high, and but there's this, yeah, that God would be, desire me, God would pursue me. Um, man, I just, it's awesome. So um, I came to that, that passage in 2 Peter where you know, he talks about you know, those that have you know, tasted of heavenly things, those that have experienced God, but then they, 
They go back to their old ways like a dog returning to its vomit. I was like, that, that's me. I remember coming home and you know, telling my wife and you know, getting down on my knees and just tears. Like, I, I don't want to die. I remember that night praying, getting on my, on my knees and praying. And I always, always loved Psalm 119. You know, the verse where David says, um, I'm severely afflicted. Give me life according to your promise. I remember praying that. Like, Lord, I'm, I'm messed up. I resonated with the word afflicted. That's me. I'm, I am messed up. And that, that became my prayer. And I can remember, you know, I don't know where I got it, but I started praying. It's like, Lord, make uh, my desires your desires. And, and he, he answered that prayer. You know, from that, just, you know, growing as a Christian and growing as a believer. And now understanding, you know, the, the promises where, where the Lord says in Jeremiah 24, He says, I'll give them a heart to know me. Then they'll return to me with their whole heart. I'll give that to them. And he, he gave that to me. You know, he loved me here, my darkest. He's loved me through. He's going to love me to the end. Life is hard, but you don't have to go it alone. If you need prayer, encouragement, or just someone to talk to, Message our host, Dan Henderson, confidentially at thinktwicetv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heavyweights of the Faith. David Ray Wilkerson was born May 19, 1931, in Hammond, Indiana. He was born into a family of Pentecostal preachers. Both his father and his paternal grandfather were ministers. David was baptized with the Holy Spirit at age 13, and he began to preach when he was 14. After high school, he entered Central Bible College in Springfield, Missouri. In 1952, he was ordained as a minister. Pastor Wilkerson and his wife, Gwen, served in small churches in Scottsdale and Phyllisburg, Pennsylvania. However, this small-town preacher's life changed drastically. In 1958, when he was brought to tears after looking at a pen drawing of seven New York teenagers in Life magazine. This teenage gang was accused of brutally attacking and killing a 15-year-old who had polio. Two days later, after hearing a clear call from the Holy Spirit telling him to go to New York City and help those boys, Wilkerson arrived at the courthouse in New York City. His plan was to ask the judge for permission to talk with the boys and to share God's love with them. The judge refused his request, and Wilkerson was removed from the courtroom. He returned home, but his quiet country life was about to change forever. Over the next few months, in 1958, Wilkerson returned to New York one day each week, driving over 350 miles from his home in Pennsylvania. He sought God's direction while walking the streets, preaching and meeting with gang members and drug addicts. David soon met Nikki Cruz, warlord of the Brooklyn Gang, the Mau Maus, the most violent teenage gang in New York City. The first day they met, Nikki threatened to kill Wilkerson. David responded to Nikki's threat by telling him, God has power to change your life, Nikki. Nikki cursed, hit Wilkerson, spit in his face, and told him, you get out of here. Wilkerson then scheduled an evangelistic rally for the New York gangs. The atmosphere was tense until Wilkerson prayed and the power of the Holy Spirit fell. When he gave the altar call, Nikki and most of his gang surrendered their lives to Jesus. Dave Wilkerson came with a message of hope and love. Cruz said, 
I felt the power of Jesus like a rushing wind that took my breath away. After his conversion, Nikki went to Bible College in La Puente, California, where he met his future wife, Gloria. After graduation, he became an evangelist. Returning to Brooklyn, New York, it led more of the Mau Mau's to Christ. He founded Nikki Cruz Outreach and began traveling around the world, ministering to hundreds of thousands each year. Later, Wilkerson founded Teenage Evangelism, later called Adult and Teen Challenge, from his heart's cry to reach gang members with God's love. The first center in Brooklyn, New York, opened in 1960. Adult and Teen Challenge is a faith-based addiction recovery program that teaches biblical principles as a part of daily program that ministers healing to teenagers, adults, and families. Teen Challenge offers a wide range of programs. The success of the program is attributed to its foundation in biblical principles, prayer and conversion, and baptism with the Holy Spirit. Wilkerson attributes Teen Challenge's unequal success rate to the power of the Holy Spirit. Wilkerson wrote, The Holy Spirit is in charge. As long as He remains in charge, the program will thrive. The minute we try to do things at our own power, we will fail. No matter how many years addicted, again and again, the testimony of Teen Challenge students remains the same. Many graduates of Teen Challenge are so completely transformed, they decide to go to seminary, then into ministry, Many return to Teen Challenge as staff members and to help others overcome their addictions and find new life. Later, Wilkerson went on to found Youth Crusaders in 1967, Cure Corp, and the World Changers in 1971 to propel the gospel worldwide. Later, Wilkerson founded Times Square Church in October of 1987. And for nine years, from 1999 to 2008, Wilkerson traveled around the world preaching at conferences, encouraging Christian ministers and their families to renew their passion for Christ. He challenged them to ask themselves, what would happen, Lord, if I? For over 40 years, David Wilkerson's evangelistic ministry included preaching, teaching, and writing. He authored over 30 books in which Wilkerson always challenged his church to obey Jesus' teachings. He preached of God's holiness, righteousness, and love, and he delivered powerful messages to encourage righteous living and total dependence on God. On April 27, 2011, while driving in Texas, Wilkerson collided head-on with a tractor-trailer. He was pronounced dead at the scene. His wife, Gwen, was also injured but survived. Wilkerson and his wife had four children, two sons who are ministers and two daughters who are married to ministers, and 11 grandchildren. Cruz once said, David reminded me of Jesus. Two precious things that fascinated me about Christ. He had active eyes and always was looking for the needs of people. Dave had this heart compassion, just like Jesus. Special thanks to Inspirational Christians for use of their written biographies. Please visit inspirationalchristians.org for more biographies and articles. David Wilkerson simply decided to give up his little luxury of TV watching at night. Then it exploded into the worldwide mission of Teen Challenge Recovery Centers. So I started thinking about this. What is holding us back from making even more of a difference? Is it Netflix, video games? Who knows what small sacrifice can make a big difference over a lifetime? You can also see this amazing story unfold in the 1970s classic movie, The Cross and the Switchblade. You can watch that for free on Tubi TV. So if you know anyone that needs help fighting addictions, visit us at thinktwicetv.com forward slash addictions. There's also a link in the show notes. 
Also, just so you know, I'm going to take a little break from podcasting, but don't worry, we'll be back. Hey, stop by and visit us at youtube.com forward slash media messengers if you want to keep up with us. And as always, I've got to leave you with the Bible verse. This is from Revelation 2-7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God.